You're listening to Discovering You Again Radio with Susan Axelrod. Women facing down the second half of life, who are you putting first? Have you reached an age where you've seen it all but still know there's more? Is life part two sneaking up on you? Look inside yourself and buckle up. We're just getting started. Don't settle for being comfortable in your skin. Break free and be radiant, inspired, confident, and abundant. These are your years. Take them and stop apologizing. Attack the second half of life with a purpose. Discovering You Again Radio with Susan Axelrod starts now. That's right, it does. Susan Axelrod and me, and we have a very special guest today. Uh, This is Discovering You Radio. Today, we are taking something on that I love to take on, and that is Find Your Funny Bone. And uh, it makes me even smile to think about that. But for those of you, you just need to know who Susan Axelrod is. Susan Axelrod is somebody that doesn't just show up to the party. She shows up to the party as the party, energy of the party, being part of the party energy, whether you have those pop-out things that come out or you're wearing your little party hat, it doesn't matter. It is like that thing. It's that thing. It's beyond showing up and saying, oh, I think I'm going to go to the party. No, this is the way she looks at life. Susan, Susan Axelrod looks at life with one mega, 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 mega lens. And that lens is discovering you again, everything about you. Party hat, no party hat, birthday suit, no birthday suit. All of the above is to make sure women understand that life is not over. It's not over. And if we can look at that from the perspective of finding your funny bone, wow, that's what today's show is about. Susan, right? Right? And I'm going to be like, this is how we do it, Dr. Pat. You know, um, I really want to say that for so long, I took life, was it too seriously or did I just take life seriously? Either way, it started for me when I was very young. When I became 14, I turned into a leader. And why all that happened, I don't know. It's a long story, maybe. But I started uh, really working as a leader for my first year in high school. And then I led, 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 led. And when you are in leadership at that young stage, you realize that life is serious. And if you're going to be taken seriously as a leader, then you need to lead. And you need to you know, be kind of more on the straight and narrow. And so that's how my life developed. And it was, you know, fun in the way, because I love leadership. I love everything about it. But what happened was from there, I lost some playfulness in my life. And then you go into your 20s, into the decade of your 20s, when you're trying to figure out like what your career going to be, who you're going to be, how are you going to be? And then you kind of need to get more serious about supporting yourself as an independent human. Then you go into 30s. Now, for some of us, you got the family, you got the kid, the dog, the house, the husband, and the job. And you know, now it's life is really serious, right? Yeah. And so over those decades of my life, I lost playfulness. I lost fun. But there was something also in my world that led to this conversation today. My husband is funny. He, he's funny. He's fun. He's playful. And I just never really connected with him on that level in that way. He used to be fun and funny with our kids, our two daughters, and he was kind of playful with them and they're kind of funny people. But 
over time, I just began taking life too seriously. And that's why I'm delighted to have this show today. How about you and taking life seriously? Oh, forget it. You know, it, it's even if I didn't take life seriously, and we should break that down a little bit, because I got to be true confessions for me. Uh, I don't know if Carter has the picture to put up on Facebook of me in my 20s when I was, uh, I don't know which one it is, but I, if he doesn't have it, I'll get to put it up. But here's the thing that I love about when I look back at my life. I would say that I take life more seriously now than I did when I was young. Ah, because okay. you are looking at you're looking at a wild child here, right? You know, me, here I was, homeless at 17. And I got to tell you, my homeless story is not like everybody else's, I'm sure. I learned how to beg for money at the Port Authority so that I could party in New York City, right? Until that got old. But this was an interesting life for me as, as a youngster. But I took some things very seriously. And seriously to the point, Susan, I want to ask you, when people say you're unapproachable, uh, then you know that you are taking life way too seriously. And that's been a tag that, you know, carried with me right through my 20s and my 30s, that I was so intense. <laughs> that, 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 is, that is interesting because I also had that tag for a long time. When you do take life seriously that way, and, and you're when you're a leader or you were serious about those certain things, and that whole thing about that you're, you know, people sort of hold you up on a pedestal in that way, or you're unapproachable, that actually trickles down into your personal life as well, makes it hard to find a partner, you know, because people, you know, kind of trickles over into that area of your life. Um, it's really a, like a skill, if you will. I don't know if it's a skill. That's why I'm so happy for our special guest today. Yeah. It's a skill she teaches, but it's, it's like a skill to be able to seamlessly sort of flow back and forth between, yes, life is serious and we should take life seriously, but you know, to go over into the too serious side where you begin to build up these walls of blocks and resistance around you, you know, you being resistance, resistant to fun and fun, therefore not being able to find you. That's when there begins to be a problem. Yeah. I'll tell you, since I started doing a radio show 15 years ago, Benny, uh, Benny will tell you about this. We have hilarious times on here i mean there's a story I, I share some stories that about my life average everyday life which is kind of interesting and i can look back at my life now and really really laugh but i had to learn how to do that you know those of us that came up through a working culture where you are really not allowed to laugh in the workplace right you know especially women if you showed any emotion at all Back in the day, as Benny says, when I was working my way up in, you know, corporate America, the telephone company, they looked at that side of you as a side of weakness. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the time that we have to look at ourselves as women and say, hello, let's be who we are, because we're taking a whole lot of stuff really seriously. Well, and, 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 and sometimes we, we should, but not all the time. Right. And I mean, I think I'm listening to you and I'm realizing one of the things we're talking about is permission. One ah. of the things we're talking about is permission. 
you know, it's important to become self-sufficient human adults, right? That's what we want for our young people to be. We do want to be self-sufficient, productive human adults. And so, you know, there's ways to, to do that. But at this time in our lives, I think this is exactly what we're talking about. And there's a lot of research on this. There's a lot of research on humor as science, you know, yeah, yeah. science of bringing humor into your life. But giving, this is, wow, this is me. I didn't give myself permission all those years to find funny and to be funny and to like laugh at myself. That's another big piece of this, Dr. Pat. I have gotten okay with laughing at myself. And before I couldn't do that because that wouldn't be serious. You know what I mean? No, I don't. I totally understand it. And you know, this is where we get to live the full expression of who we are. But this is the body of work that you do. This is what you now have said yes to. It's really getting us back as women, getting us to the place where we are not looking at ourselves as gloom and doom, the grim reaper. You know, we're not doing that. We're doing something different. And that difference is something that provides an energy to the world. I mean, you know, if we're not able to show up and fully express then there are ways and people we can work with, and you're one of them, to help us do that. Because, right, I'm going to ask you, when we don't show up, doesn't it affect us mentally, spiritually, physically, Susan? It totally does. It suppresses us. It suppresses us. It's those layers that grow up around us that suppress, 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 turning eventually into oppression. And, you know, I hear about this in my work, my work with discovering you again, working with women in the middle of their lives. Now younger women are finding me too. They love what we're talking about here, Dr. Pat. But working with women, you know, who have been there, done that, and now they're looking at the stretch in front of them. And as I say, who do you want to be and how do you want to be? And what if humor can find you again? What if playfulness or play can find you again? My friend Debbie is an artist and she says, I play every day, you know, with my art. And I used to be like, oh, what's that about? I didn't understand it until now I play in my work. So giving that permission, having a, it's more like full body, you know, like full bodied wine. It's like full bodied. And that's really what, you know, we really, how we want people to think about themselves at this life stage, how we want them to feel about themselves at this life stage. And that is really what has happened to me um, with my meeting, our special guest today, Jen Letterer. So I'm so excited. Yeah. And let's talk about Jen for a minute before we, we, we go to break. What is it about Jen? that just makes you smile all over. Okay, so I am so happy to say, you know, I'm in growth mode, Dr. Pat. As you know, you've seen me, we haven't known each other very long, but I wanna tell you, I'm so happy to tell you that my friends, people who find me on Facebook, they're like, you and Dr. Pat, your energy is like, you know, like it's like off the parts when we you know, get together. So I've been growing and I'm in my 57th year now. I'm not ashamed to say I I got past worrying about my age. So I've been growing, 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 but I didn't even know something was missing until I was introduced to Jen Letterer. And I observe a lot while I'm also in action. 
So I was in observation of this thing called funny and how she has brought funny to impact and to business and to helping creative entrepreneurs be more successful by being more comfortable with themselves. And so I really do credit Jen Letterer with helping me finally be able to laugh and play. It seems strange, like Susan, you're 57, are you kidding me on this? But the truth is no, we, we have opportunities in front of us all the time. And that is why I'm so excited to bring her on and talk more about it. Yeah, and you know what? This is like what we're talking about. Once upon a time, right, the average length of life was something like 32. Yeah. Once upon a time, right? Uh, but then once upon a time, the average length of life was 200 years. Mm. And so here we are living life most of the time if we are this intense as if, as if, at the age of 32, the game was over. When we come back, we're going to say, what if? What if you could flip the switch and, man, have the party, 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 party going on in your life and also do good things in the world? Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Do you know how powerful your thoughts and beliefs are in determining your experience of your life? Is it really true that simply by changing some of the words you use in your day-to-day -day language, that you can change your life? I'm Megan Edge. Join me on Playing on the Edge Radical Change with Ease with my co-host, Dr. Pat, on Transformation Talk Radio. I look forward to seeing you there. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. You know that moment when you realize you've mastered your wellness or that you will never fall off the roller coaster of life? Well, yeah, me either. But I still ride unicorn. I will teach you how to become a mindset master. You will learn how your habits and behavior affect the success of your nutrition and exercise, relationships, organization, and so much more. Motivation doesn't arrive in an email, so stop waiting for it. You have to take action, then motivation follows. I am Coach Peggy Well. Get out of your comfort zone and recognize the simple truth. We aren't that special. We all have crap to deal with, and we all have a lot more in common than not. I want to spark you into action. We will learn, love, and laugh together. So join me every first and third Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific for Coach Couch and Coffee Radio, where you will learn that being happy and healthy is way more than carrot sticks and squat. I'll talk to you later. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing? Next time someone tells you, great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one -on -one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, 
how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com, and listen to the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. Pacific with host Sherry Clark. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Where did you get that from? That's got to be like one of my old time. I've had it. There we go. <laughs> oh, don't bring out the party animal in me. Okay. Yeah. It already is yeah. out. What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm t- it is totally out, right? You know, I was I was watching Kamala Harris the other day uh, get behind a drumming concession as she was going into the South Carolina thing. And man, she was like grooving it. I'm saying, okay, that got my attention. That got my attention. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah. What we're doing here with Susan Axelrod is the following. This is about discovering you again radio. But we're talking about something that, you know, a lot of us know we have it within us. But we don't always know how to bring it out. And this is how to find your funny bone. And we have a special guest right now. Right, Susan? Go ahead. Bring it on. I am so excited about this. If you were with us just before we went to break, I said this person, Jen Letterer, helped me find my funny at this <laughs> stage of my life. People are talking about it. They're mentioning it. They're bringing it up with me. To be at the middle of your life like this and to have something you know new like this to look forward to. So I am so delighted. Jen, I want to welcome you to Discovering You Again Radio. Jen Letterer is a motivational comedian and leadership strategist for creative entrepreneurs. And let me tell you, that is exactly what I have experienced. I want to encourage you to go read her formal bio on my radio page because that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Jen as the person who brings mindfulness to business in a way that gives you permission to also have fun with it. And Jen, this is something that I observe, I watch, I'm in your membership group. I'm so exciting. It's the best, best business membership group that I'm in. And um, I watch you commit to it in full. I also observe how you have infused this mindfulness practice, you know, in, and I want to talk to you about that. But before I do, Jen, I want to ask you a seminal question. What is a mogul and how did you become one? Okay. <laughs> Um, first of all, I'm very excited to be here. You ladies are fabulous. (laughs) So I am in good company and I love, that's the only company I hold these days. A mogul in short is someone who is unapologetically integrated. Mm. We all have several parts of ourselves that not only you know, desire the spotlight in our lives, but they deserve it. And it is important for our holistic health. And so moguls don't worry about which box they are or are not fitting in. They celebrate that they can, you know, take the boxes to the side and build with them if they want or not. But none of that defines you. And there's this, you used this word earlier, permission. There's this underlying sense of permission that allows for constant pivots, constant curiosity, exploration, and expression. And to give you a visual, because a lot of my people are artists, I describe it as 
you are the light that is shining through a stained glass window. And all of those different colors and all of those different, you know, things that end up on the wall are all coming from the same source of light, no matter if they're different shapes, different colors, different sizes, different times of the day, it's all the same source of light. Oh my God, I totally love that. Dr. Pat, yeah. you are a mogul in the way that Jen just described. Wow, that is, well, first of all, that's like super exciting. The other thing I love about this is, especially in the body of work that you do, Jen, this is available, not to a select few people. So this is really what this change is about for me this mm -hmm. year, especially in what we're doing with our technology and our expansion. Mm -hmm. You know, people have said, you got to make this available to everybody around the world and you got to do it in a high tech when you got to, you got to, you got to. And we're like, oh, that no problem, easy. But here's the thing, why? What is the resonation and the resonance of the vibration of what we're talking about? Because we get two choices, right? We can go dark or we can go light. Like, mm. really, I'm breaking life down into two simple things. Yep. You can either be Darth Vader over here. That could be you or the Grim Reaper or, I don't know, uh, the Dragon Queen if you're watching Game of Thrones. If you haven't watched it, that's like a little uh, spoiler. Um, that's <laughs> if a spoiler they haven't watched it if you haven't now. watched it, that's <laughs> like, if you haven't watched it by now, like, okay. <laughs> you could skip it and go right to Chernobyl if you really want to be on the dark side. Mm. You could be that. Or you could be over here and you could be looking at some like Disney feature, something that you resonate with, or not even that. How about looking into a baby's eyes? So dark light. Did I oversimplify that, ladies? No, no, no. no. I, Jen, I want to say, you know, this is exactly what I have seen you do. I also talk about the light in the dark. I also say when it's dark, shine a light. But I never thought about your analogy of the stained glass windows. Jen, there's something I want to ask you in particular that 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 is kind of serious to me because I'm all about business and I'm all about business development and income yeah. generation. I have observed that when I said before, where did you get this mindfulness practice? Because I have watched you in our group say to people, well, how do you feel when you're doing that piece of business? Mm -hmm. That is something that totally. is your magic, Jen. Oh. Um, so is the question, where did I start doing that? Yeah, how did you, how did you come to that? With, you know, yeah, like you know, what light bulb went on? Like, were you sitting yeah. on a pin cushion and your butt was hurting so bad <laughs> that you had this beautiful eye-opening resonance to say, this feels like, you know what, and I got to go in a different direction. Um, I, I, I wish it was, I wish it was that moment. It's always about self, um, preservation and survival. <laughs> it is. You know, so it was me in my mid twenties running this talent management company, representing actors for film, TV, and theater, having no idea really what I was doing and, you know, fronting the exact opposite very successfully. And so in order to keep myself afloat, I started to get curious about what is actually required here because I'm 24 and I had a conversation with Les Paul, who is a fabulous guitar, you know, amazing. Like, you know, you got to know him if you don't. Yeah. I was working a New Year's Eve event and sat down next to him and he looked at me. He goes, you are too tired for how <laughs> young you are. <laughs> He's like, you need to figure it out. And that stayed with me because he was 91 at the time. Yeah. Just finished two sets and like ready to go out for the night at 1 a.m. And um, 
I was also watching my actors in constant rejection. And I was like, all right, they, I can teach them marketing techniques all day long, but if they go home and are beaten down rejection after rejection after rejection, none of these techniques are going to matter. And I've been in enough industries at this point now to know that there's certain tenden- uh, practices and tendencies that are across the board. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It matters how you're doing it. And that was the seed of when I started to be like, oh, there's way more important things than a good marketing campaign. Yeah, I've heard you say that, you know, I even wrote it down. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. Yeah. And then, and, but I've heard you say it many times, like in response to our interaction in the, in the group, like, well, how do you feel about that? Yeah. And so it's, it's how you do it in the, you know, how's the style, you're doing it in your own personal style. And yeah. And that's the, that's the thing that frustrates people, by the way, when I say that, because it puts the power back on you. You know, we think, oh, this isn't happening because I don't have the right marketing funnel built out. This isn't happening because I didn't write the perfect email sequence. No. How about let's check on your mindset for a quick second. Let's check on how you felt while you were writing those words desperately trying to get something to quote work. It's an inside out game and it's, you know, annoying as it is, that's always the It's answer. not listeners. Who's ever listening to us right now or who's ever listening to the, you know, the, po- the podcast of this show, pay attention to this. That was the magic in here. And this is the magic. Jen is just funny naturally. We're going to talk about that in the next segment. You know, where's the funny from? But, you know, this is how you actually achieve and succeed. Jen said, you know, I, it puts the power back in them. The way I say it is, it puts the responsibility on them. Now it gives yes. you to take that responsibility that Jen just talked about. This is her strategic leadership management. I say that's how you get the power, right, Jen? Yeah, exactly. I don't like the word responsibility. It makes me cramp up. So I use the word power because I love power. I love power. I love power. I love the word power. Let me tell you how much I love the word power. And I'm so, so like with everybody out there. Okay, here I go. If you want to hear what, what I, the way I talk about power, tune in Thursday. For so many decades as women, this is it. I'm older than both of you put together probably. So, so many decades at women, we struggle to say the word power, to see the word power, and to be the word power. See, Mm. to be the word power, we struggled. You know, we went out and we castrated ourselves in so many ways. So to say, no, I'm not power, I'm just me. Really? That is not what happened when we marched on Washington. That is not what happened when we turn over legislation. That's not what happened when we raise an infant to be amazing. That's power. So we got to get jiggy with the power word, right? We got to get there. But, you know, we also can have some fun with that word, right? We get pump it up. We could have an Arnold Schwarzenegger dialect and we can do a whole power up show. But power, power is the next energy for everyone out there that feels like they are losing themselves. They're losing their soul. They've lost their right to choose. You know, and I don't mean in a political way. I mean, make a decision about what movie you want to go to, right? Yes. You know, I, I like to talk about, yeah, uh, somebody said to me the other day, you know, Pat, this is this is cool. I got a, I got a question for you. I said, what's the question? How many codependents does it take to actually pick a movie? And I'm <laughs> like, I, I was like, 
I couldn't even answer the question. That's how real that was. Right. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to actually skip, skip the next break because here we are. Yeah, you can be powerful and funny. Yahoo to that. We're going to show you how when we come back. We'll be right back. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Then tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go to ignite the life you deserve. Visit GetRootedRadio.com and tune in. This is Debbie Pokornik with a moment for standing in your power. Self-control begins with noticing how different feelings present themselves in your body. When you're feeling sensitive, for example, your chin might quiver, tears might well up in your eyes, and your voice might catch in your throat. Anger, on the other hand, might appear as tension in your jaw, back, or arms, along with clenched fists, heat in the upper torso, scowling, and a strong desire to yell. (laughs) The more aware you become of your body cues, the easier it will be to recognize when you're on the road to disaster. Choose the emotions that cause you problems, then start noticing and logging the body cues that come with them. For information and to work with Debbie, visit EmpoweringNRG.com. That's EmpoweringNRG.com. Has your buzz for life buzzed off? Feeling ignored, invisible, and wondering if this is really all there is? The years go by faster as we gain momentum. You're halfway there. Are you gathering speed or puttering out? Hit your stride for the liberating half of life. Comfortable in your skin? You can do better than that. Tune in to Discovering You Again Radio every fourth Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as host Susan Axelrod encourages listeners to decide what they want, get inspired to action, and face challenges head on. Host Susan Axelrod pulls no punches, encouraging you to grab the brass ring and soar. For more information about Susan, go to www.whatwillyourlegacybe.com. Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values, and attitude in a dynamic way. To learn more about Sarah and her work, visit sarahmain.com. Take me back to the, taking me back. Are you taking me back to Woodstock right there? No, I don't know no, if we go back funky. at all. This is funky. This is 70s. It's a funky 70s. A little 70s. newer, a little okay. newer. Oh, yeah, a little newer, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Uh, but still a little funky. Yeah. Just think about the word funky for a minute. Who came up with the word funky? Isn't that a little funny? Like funky? It's funky like, what does it mean? Is it a combination of fun and then clunky? Is funky <laughs> like fun and clunky? So that's funky. Because funky was clunky. If you ever start out there and sly in the family stone and all the funky, 
because now Benny's going to play all funky. Do you ever think about what does funky mean anyway? Well, that's another show. Susan Axelrod joining me here today on her show, Discovering You Again Radio. Susan, you have a special guest. Here's what I'd like to do. For both of you, let folks know how they can find out more about you, how they can work with you. And I think for you, Jen, you have a few downloads and special offers. So Susan, why don't you start off first? Okay, Susan Axelrod, Confidence Coach. I can be found on Facebook every day. I have learned from oh. my special guest, Jen Letterer, to go live on Facebook. I do have, I do it live at 5 p.m. Eastern, and I have fun. I laugh at myself. I laugh with the people who join me, and I want to encourage you to find me there. Please join me live. I love to see you. And my website is this, whatwillyourlegacybe.com. And so you can always find me there as well. Jen, how about you? Yeah. Okay, so you can find everything I'm about to throw at you at jenletter.com. So just know that when you're like, wah, it's all there, people. So I have a free download, first of all, that's called Five Ways to Laugh Your Way to a Breakthrough. Um, because breakthroughs don't always have to come from the bathroom floor when you're crying, hitting the rock bottom of it all. Um, and it walks you through this process that... Dr. Pat, you referenced when you were like, we could put on an Arnold Schwarzenegger accent, <laughs> have a whole show. I actually bring people to a place of why you would want to do that, why you would want to put on a different voice and say certain things to unlock your consciousness. So that is there. And then we were referencing the Mogul membership in the earlier segment. And I just want to share that that is a one-year membership. And it is a business blueprint that teaches you what it actually means to put your power at the center of every decision that you make, what your pricing, what your marketing, what your copy is, what kinds of experiences you're creating, why you're creating them, putting yourself before anybody else in these decisions. Um, conceptually, these are all very exciting things. And then when you actually get into doing it, you bump up against the resistance, the doubts, the questions, um, because it's the path to creating your own path. So yeah, there yeah. isn't a, a way to look around for really who else has done this before, because you're supposed to be the first one to do it. Mm -hmm. um, that's why there is a community surrounding you of cheerleaders like Susan. They're like, yes, go do it. You're not crazy. <laughs> um, so that is on my website as well. Or you can go to the mogulmembership.com. And listeners, there is a promo code that will be in the notes of this show. I'm sure that gets you $100 off if you join before Independence Day. Yeah. So go get that freedom. And I'm at Jen Letterer on all of the social media, Instagram, Facebook, all the things. Yeah, I gotta spell this. It's mogul. Somebody just texted me. No, it's not mobile. I mean, what are we so plugged in? Like you think it's like a phone membership? No, 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 no it's mogul. Right. M for motivation. O for optimism. G for go get them. U for unafraid. And L for laughing your butt off. Mogul. Boom. That's it. it. All right. Well, Let's get it. Let's get at it. Let's get at this. One thing here, and that is this. There's a lot of people doing online business and online business development. And if you're in that world, you know what I'm talking about. And I have been watching this world for a long time. I've gone in and out of people's groups. And I really brought Jen Letterer on because she's the real deal. 
And I have gained, personally myself, have gained so much from being involved in that mogul membership. And that's the truth. And that's that. Okay, Jen, thank you for that leadership. Now, I want to ask you a question. What is a motivational comedian? Right. The number one question in my life. <laughs> um, motivational comedian is what happened when I gave myself permission to integrate the different parts of myself. That's where I've landed thus far. And so I was a motivational speaker for years. After I was a talent manager, I was like, oh, I see what I like about this work and what I don't. And I left a lot of the pieces of the management part, but the motivation part, the mindset piece, the business piece stayed with me and was interesting mm. to me. So the motivational speaking was happening for about five years. Three years in, I started saying to myself, I wonder what would happen if I just started to be more purposefully funny and owning the comedian that has always been a part of me. Mm. And so it chased me around in my mind and thoughts for years until I finally said, okay, I'm going to own this Title. I'm going to own the title of comedian and see how that feels and get curious about what kinds of pressure that puts on me suddenly for no reason. Mm. Um, but motivational comedy is two things that people know put together in a way that makes you say, huh. And that is the power of comedy. It makes you look at something that you thought you knew and go, oh, that's an interesting perspective. Oh, I've never looked at it that way. So it's this you know, approach to motivation through different perspectives. And I use comedy to do that. It's so great. And people, I want to tell you, run, don't walk to jenletterer.com and watch her videos. Go on to Facebook anywhere and find her videos. I'm like laugh out loud funny. I mean, with some of this stuff you're coming up with, that one you just did on Meditate, I think it was just like the other day, yeah. I'm on vacation now, so I can't, time is a little elusive to me. I'm laughing my ass off on that because meditation is exactly what you portrayed. No, I, I don't want to go into the detail. People find it yourself. So Jen, I just heard you say the exact thing that we were talking about. You were funny. You gave yourself permission to be funny when you were being quote, so serious about business, you know, you're so serious in business, right? You got to be serious. You're in business, but yes. the you in you, the funny in you came up. That's what I'm hearing. Yes. And I had to trust that it mattered and that there was value in it mm -hmm. because it comes so naturally to me that I was yeah. like, ah, this can't be the secret. This can't be it. Right. It's so accessible to me. It's too easy. I can't trust it. The struggle is where the success is. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's so funny we're talking about this. Uh, not last that last holiday season, the one before. Um, I had a friend that gave me a, a gift to exactly for the reason we're talking about. And so their version was, you got to laugh more. And so I got this gift and I had it. They were shooting a video and I'm doing the holiday message and I'm all dressed up. And actually I got the fireplace on behind me. It was like 900 degrees. They couldn't get the shot right. And I had, and this turned out to be a blooper they released. It was one of the most <laughs> successful footage we ever did. I remember seeing it. It was hysterical. It's hysterical. hysterical. But the grief I got for even 
thinking about having my buddy, my my laughing buddy. <laughs> yes, I love that so much. All right. Okay. So how can you not laugh? Right. I have to have this guy on when I watch CNN. I have to have this guy on when I'm watching the news so that I can stay in port. Okay, I got it. Thank you. Thank you, bud. This is my little buddy. Jen actually did a video on this, Dr. Pat. Jen did a video on exactly what you just said. It's about laughing and it's hysterical. But Jen, don't you find, I mean, I got to tell you, my staff was like split about it, right? It's like the blooper. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, are you really going to have that dog? And I'm like, I love my little friend. How do you help people bust out of this shell that we've created for ourselves? Because I don't think we come into this world as the Grim Reaper. I really don't. How do you help folks do that? Yes. I, I've never met a baby that gave me the vibe of Grim Reaper. I've yet to find one. Um, I will do my best to interview said baby if I happen upon one. (laughs) But the thing about comedy is that at the end of the day, all it is, is truth. And it's truth with a certain perspective shined on it. Mm -hmm. So when someone is stuck comedy is such an amazing way to just unstuck the stickness. I'm not trying to make everybody a comedian, but there's tools that comedians use to access their dark points and flip it on its ear and look at it in a different way. A a moment in time that was debilitating, that was painful, that was traumatic, and then to unpack it in a different way, and then to unpack it in front of strangers on stage staring at you. There's just levels of the, the tools that we use in comedy to access the truth. And if you're telling me you want to change, you, there has to be a willingness to look at your truth. And it's not safe to always look at it head on, right? It's just a little too much. So if you can come at it from a side angle, if you can use comedy to look at it from a a direction that you can stomach, it's like, oh, great. Now we can actually do something with this. And we're not fixing you because you're not wrong. We're helping you see it. And that's Mm. it. And from there is literally infinite possibility. Yeah. Hey, Susie Hutchins just sent me a text message here. And look, this is our listeners. We have the great listeners on the planet. So this is exactly what we're talking about. It's like Benny is such a good music DJ or we like his choices. Like, well, that's just plain groovy, as Andrew Stone said. So this is like the vibe that we are using that you use, Jen, that you use, Susan, so that this is the vibe that demonstrates we can talk about really important and transformative things and we can laugh at the same time, right? That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about trading one off for the other. Exactly. That's exactly right. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to have Jen on this show. I mean, first to say thank you, Jen, and, you know, total respect, you know, for you and, you know, what you've done for me, but also to help people understand exactly what, well, you know, what Dr. Pat just said and also what you said before 
Jen, that I've observed in you and I've learned from you is, you know, trusting that little place in you. You know, mm -hmm. you, you learned and now you show that you could trust, oh, I'm funny. I can, mm -hmm. it's okay to use that to grow and be uber successful mm -hmm. and become, you know, that mogul, that master mogul. And that's what I love about this. Yeah, yeah I think that the, the basic formula of a joke is set up premise punchline right? That's it. That's a joke. Set up premise punchline. But what makes a comedian unforgettable is their truth, their perspective, and their observations. Mm. And so if you can get used to always seeking those things, what is this truth that I'm looking at? What is the perspective in which I see it? Are you aware that you see through a lens? Do you know that? And then are you collecting these observations? I tell people, stop finding the funny. Stop looking for it. It's hiding. Let it find you. Stand, shine. It will come out. And funny is you know, let the funny find you, let the truth find you, let the power find you. If you stand and you're curious and you're open, when I lead workshops, the person that walks in and declares, Jen, I'm not funny, so don't even try it. They, <laughs> walk, they walk out of that room, the funniest person in the room. Right. I Every mean time, because there's a permission and I'm like, great, don't try to be funny. Please, for the love of God, do not try and be funny because then you were full for sure will not be. Right. I mean, I'm just going to make this all about me for a second and say that as I did this under the tutelage, you know, that Jen shares, I realize I'm listening to you, Jen, and I realize how much, and people talk about this in my Facebook lives now, like you laugh all the time. Yeah. You laugh at yourself a lot. Yeah. And you don't, you know, you're not like, oh, I messed up there and I must be awful. Like I failed here. Right. You know, so I am here to say that is true. I was a person, I asked my kids, everyone knows I'm not funny like dad is. You know, yeah. dad is funny. My husband was funny. I'm not right. funny, but I am actually very funny. Yes, it's you are. In my style, right? That's right. That's it. What is your style? What is your perspective? What is your approach? And for every single person, when you feel your truth, it will feel too easy. And if you are someone that is constantly in commitment and loyalty to the struggle, you will not trust it when you happen upon it. And that's the piece where community, having a support system, having someone else there to tell you you're not crazy, follow that whisper. That's very important um, because otherwise you'll just brush it off as a coincidence and go back to doing that hard thing. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a that's a tweet. Loyalty to the struggle. Go right ahead if you want. Uh, right. Not me. I'm not loyal to the struggle anymore. I'm like yeah. loyal to the you know to the funny. I, I really am loyal to the breakthrough. I'm loyal to the progress. Loyal to the achievement. Loyal to my own success. Yeah. So that that is very very true. And it's 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 fun to laugh and to be able to laugh at yourself. Dr. And a great ab workout. So I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> well, totally a great one. And, you know, part of the thing I want to just talk about here, too, is, you know, there's something that somebody said to me a long time ago that I somewhat believe. I don't believe it fully. And the expression was, you got to run before you walk. But if you ever watch a toddler, there is nothing about walking that they are doing. They are like literally break dancing across the floor. That's what they're doing. 
But at some point, you got to learn something. And you may want to really work up to your breakout moment. Mm -hmm. But the commitment that I hear you talking about is the commitment to get back to the natural state that is inherent in our birthright. And yes. that is we are beings of light, right? Yes. We are beings of light. And each of us in our own way has the ability to let that shine. Um, and, and here's a question that I want to ask you about, because I've had to learn this. So like I'm a quadruple Sagittarian, I, I'm also four planets in Capricorn, so I have some balance. But as a young four planet in Sagittarius, open mouth, insert foot. Oh, hello, you're talking oh. to a Sagittarius Capricorn rising. So There you go, my moon's in Capricorn. So you and I, the reason that you have a business about being funny in business is because you have, like me, both of those things going on. But sometimes there'd be just something come out of my mouth that I cannot get back. And let me ask you about timing, because in work, in business, people say, are there pros and cons to humor? I say, I don't think so. I think it's timing, just like a good comedian. Timing and the ability to read a room. <laughs> right. You know, right. if you if you lost the audience, it doesn't matter how funny your next line is. They're gone. And if you're not in tune to that, you're gone. You're not actually there. You're just delivering words and no one is in the experience. And what I love about the, uh, you know, walk before you run babies crawling and whatever, they don't have the checklist. They don't know I'm supposed to do this, then that, then that. They feel the desire to move and they explore how many different ways their body is willing to do it. And one thing after another, they start doing things and stop worrying about what the order is. What is exciting to you? Where are you exploring? Follow that and trust it. Mm. And make yeah. It and, you know, it's really interesting. I was sharing a story about like as a kid, I grew up in the projects in, in, in New York and I used to play with a, 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 a little girl and we used to jump on the bed because you know what, honestly, it's not a whole lot to do. So we used to jump, it's not really like you live in a project. What are you going to do? Right. Okay. At night, you're not going to go out and play in a playground. That's not happening. Right. But we jump on a bed. We jump, we jump, we jump. And I jumped. I love jumping. That's me. I like to do that. And I remember one day literally missing the bed popping off the bed, like onto the radiator, right? Anybody know what a radiator is like yep, in New York? Yep. Three inches from flying out the window, right? And I got a scar at the top of my head. And, and I remember this like it was yesterday. I remember that as soon as I picked myself up, right? I got yelled at, I got scolded, right? The very next day, what do you think I was doing? Back on the bed. <laughs> back on the bed of course it was fun yes fun that's what we're talking about here let us express mm -hmm. ourselves right yes. i want to tell you that right now i'm visiting my dear friend uh in flagstaff arizona so i'm in an office in her workspace and my friend leela who may be listening now she skips across campus now I think she'll be okay if I say she's 57 or maybe 58 and she skips across campus. And when I say skip, she literally skips and she doesn't really care that other people might be judging her. Like there's an old lady skipping across campus. She's like, for me, it's fun. I like to skip and, and that's okay. That is full joy. That's a full on joy moment for you. It was jumping, going back to jumping on the bed. 
That's amazing that she's skipping across campus. Oh no, Jen, I'm t I'm serious. Like this ain't. This no needs to be like a hashtag, like National Campus Skipping Day, something, because you cannot skip and be in a bad mood. You cannot. No, no, you can't. No, it just can't happen. But it's the same thing. You know, it's like gratitude and fear can't coexist, right. right? You know, light and dark. No. So this is really the message for today. We are powerful enough to choose. I love that. Look, I want to ask both of you. I know we've got a couple of minutes left. Let's get back to letting folks know how they can play plug into some of this juiciness right here. Susan, you first and then Jen. And thank you both. This was great. Okay, you know, I, I really have to say the most fun I have, this is why I talk about my Facebook lives. The most fun I have is coming to my, you know, laptop every day at 5 p.m. Eastern and going on totally unscripted, all these things that we're saying, you know, giving myself permission to talk about what's on my mind. And also, you know, I'm a coach. So I'm a confidence coach. Many of my clients are women, not all. And, but I just get on Facebook Live and I laugh and I have fun. And that has led to more business for me. So please join me on Facebook Live or find me on my website, whatwillyourlegacybe.com. I do have a couple of books published. And like Jen said, you can find all that information on my website. Jen, your turn. Okay, so jenletter.com is the hub for everything. I have Hot Tip Tuesdays that roll out on my Facebook page that are quite fun um, and hilarious. I have the Mogul membership if you're interested in a community, community setting, um, an online world. And then I, I also work one-on-one -on -one with clients. I do three-hour intensives, and they are powerful. I am no joke about the way in which... I curate my power place. Mm. So when you step into work with me, it's you're stepping into my world and I take ownership and responsibility of that. And you can do that for three hours or six months, depending on how high you want to get. Um, and I just love the creatives that I work with, like you, Susan, because you are constantly seeking for the edge. And that's where I live. So if you want to live there, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Thank you both. Rally. thank you for a really rocking time. Really love it. Thank you, Benny, for doing what you do. Thank you, Carter, for doing what you do. And thank you all out there. You are the best listeners on the planet. I got to tell you, you are the group that get me inspired, right? Every day, it's a combination of inspiration and perspiration, in case you haven't looked under my armpit today. For those <laughs> of you out there, thank you, thank you, thank you, thedrpatcho.com. And stay tuned. Laura Meeks coming up on Transformation Talk Radio. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Discovering You Again Radio with Susan Axelrod on Transformation Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in and be sure to catch us next month on the fourth Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as Susan Axelrod helps answer that burning middle-aged question, what now? Get ready to dive in and be radiant in your skin. Connect to a dialogue of fun, encouragement, and new ways to tackle your future. For more about Susan, go to www.whatwillyourlegacybe.com.